1: You're listening to the hockey podcast network, new shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast, network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Hello. You're listening to the hockey podcast network. I'm Corey, AKA Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon. And this is Habs nightly your hub for Habs content. episode of Habs Nightly folks it's been a minute and that's all right Uh, we're in the doldrums but Mason how are you bud?
1: I'm all right sir we've uh, we've had our little preliminary talk and uh, well (laughs) trying to find something to talk about has (laughs) in terms of the NHL has frustrated me greatly just when it when it comes to like Involving the Habs because you know we we're trying to talk about the Habs and not just <laughs> random NHL stuff, but it's getting difficult with this this portion of the year. But outside of that, I'm uh, I'm doing okay, buddy. How are you?
2: I'm doing fine. That's awesome. Uh yeah. I mean, the only really Habs news is you you waiting on the Cole Caulfield extension. Uh, Martin St. Louis was just on spit and chicklets really good really good interview talked to uh, you know talked about Cole um in a sense of like he was that example that biz and them had brought up uh well, well, the example that led up to them bringing up you know what it's what what it's like being so close to uh, that's not the best way to word it. Um, like not being so removed from the game what's it like stepping in in a state like this and um kind of like we said previously on this podcast that he's fitting every every one of those person's shoes before he's been you know the fourth on guy all the way up to the top um so he can he in a sense is, at least has uh, an understanding of of some of their difficulties and and things he can help them with and uh they got on Cole call field a little bit then there's uh they even brought up lane hudson thanks fucking mike grinelli for loving the small guy brought up lane hudson uh got some pretty good insight from martin saint louis as far as keeping it professional but just saying you know he's he's got some things he's that are going to be in his wheelhouse that he's got to learn um but overall a good a good episode um and then just the world championship and and how you know lane and a couple of the guys did blanking um And that's it. That's the Habs news.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, not, like we said, not like the most in terms of Habs hockey uh, going on. Sam Montembeau played amazingly for um, the Canadian championship team. And, like, put up, I think he finished, like, a 9.939 save percentage. Just something ridiculous. Canada ended up winning. Um, the U.S. losing to Latvia. Um, so <laughs> just an all-around great result. Um, <laughs> you got you got the best of it, huh? You were like, we won, and
2: my favorite opponents to lose lose.
1: <laughs> hey, think of <clears> it this way: Latvia declared it a national holiday.
2: I love that. That's so awesome for them. Um, to to see to see the videos that had came out. Oh, it, it looks so special to be there. So loud, and why not, dude? You placed, you know. Um
1: well, and at their home, at their home arena too. Was it really? That's even cool. In Lafayette this year.
2: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that you know that leads to inspiring a, a young generation that that helps this team get more than just you know a one in one out exit. Hopefully, we see them a lot more in the future.
1: Yeah, Latvia is usually a mainstay. Like they're they're usually in these events. Um, well, I mean, making making it to like like not being a
2: one in one out playoff situation. Like hopefully they're like a strong team for the, for the foreseeable future, and hopefully this sparks like a young generation to be like, you know, I want to, you know, I, I want to play
1: hockey. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Latvia has quite a few decent goaltenders like nhl goalies but in terms of defenders and forwards like actual skaters they they do lack but yeah it's nice to see them do well um Hmm. obviously nicer to see the canadian team uh win and see montembeau uh succeed and you know we were talking about how this could be a huge tournament for him and his outlook for the team and if anything you know this just endeared him to. Um, Habs management a little bit more, and to the NHL as a whole, Montembeau and the Habs had a lot to gain from him playing well, and he did just that. He played phenomenally.
2: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I, I'm blanking on this website. I before it was like it immediately brought you to it. Now that it's over, it's just like back to just a regular site like oh, promoting, promoting, yeah, promoting the next season. It's like what That's happened to everything. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, it sucks. Not good. Uh,
2: but yeah, man, uh, I think the last episode we were kind of talking shit about how Canada looked just average. Uh,
1: they, at least, at least they on did. paper, they on
2: terrible. paper. Um, but... and, and terrible beats every everything else, right? That's what you're saying. Canadian, well, Canada, Canadian just averages
1: is the world's best. No, pretty much. You got a bang (laughs) on the head there. (laughs) Oh shit. Well, yeah. So outside of the world championships, um, like I said, the, the the playoffs are still going on. Um it is Florida and Vegas, and I genuinely did have to pause there for a second that are playing in the final. Um Let's get your thoughts on this first, Corey, because as we've established <laughs> you don't you know, give a
2: fuck.
1: <laughs> I I could give less shit. So at this point, like Florida, our pick is gonna be either 31st or 32nd. It's not even gonna be I, our I pick, pick anymore. We're it.
2: moving on from it and it's cool, cool with me. Either that or we're gonna find somebody that fell that should, you know. We never would have had a chance.
1: We still have that pick for Ben Sherrat, and it's a fucking steal either way. It's a fucking steal, baby. Um,
2: I'm excited. Uh it's not, it's not either team I gave a fuck about. I'm literally didn't care about Florida <clears throat> um at all, really. You know, uh I wasn't a big Matt Kachuk fan, uh fantasy-wise, love them every year. Um, but no, what, what a fun, what a fun run it's been. It kind of reminded me of the Canadians, like just squeaked in and just went on an an all out fucking run terrorizing everybody. Hopefully they can do the same to, um, the Knights. but I don't, I honestly, I don't want, I don't, (laughs) I don't care who wins, but I really don't want Vegas to win. But at the same time, there's like individuals like I'd love to see Jack Eichel do it. in this his first true opportunity. And it's just like, look, this is what I was capable of this whole time. And. Uh, I don't know, man, uh, I think it's cool. I think it's going to be refreshing to watch it without feeling the anxiety of. Wanting a specific group to win or a team and i could just sit back and just kind of get fucked up and and enjoy it for what it is and hopefully it's a good series i'm thinking 6 games I'm going 6 games florida um i just feel like they're an entire unit right now is just on one yeah and that's that's it that's it i guess uh i'd rather florida than than vegas <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, <laughs> like we were talking before, and I think in Canada, it's difficult. Like it, it's the total anti-Canada series. When you look at it from just a geography setting, like this could, this, it could almost not be further away from me. Like I, it it's the most Southern finals we've had since what, like fucking. Since 2020,
2: the bubble is Dallas, which, was the, is which Dallas, was the true was the true southern one
1: is Dallas more south than um? I guess it is more south than Nevada. Yeah, so it's
2: not uh it's not the point. So Nevada, basically anything that's like Texas is south, right? Oh, that's that's a song. I think that's a
1: double. I know West, you're going to say like I know you're going to talk about like the south
2: is the, the Gulf Coast, baby.
1: I'm just talking about what I'm saying. Is I know
2: you mean south of America.
1: Like, (laughs) yeah, like
2: just towards. It's definitely
1: it's definitely
2: cool in a sense of it's like if both markets are hot as fuck as far as temperatures like climate, it's like it shouldn't (laughs) exist here. The only crazier thing would be Vegas versus,
1: you know, one of the teams plays in a fucking desert. And the other one... Plays in Fort
2: Fort Lauderdale.
1: (laughs) Yeah, where, like, Canadians only go when they're in their 60s and they're escaping. Snowbirds. Yeah. (laughs) And then you pair that with the fact that both teams are being led by young Americans. American-born. Jack Eichel and Matt Kachuk. Um, Like, Vegas has mark stone petrolangelo but i would say in terms of canadian stars they're actually very they're not marketed they're not big name you know what i mean they're not yeah like they're
2: like the 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 big like the main guys on the
1: posters are, are just they're just a, not a, those guys yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. they're the, then, the young
1: americans and the panthers are led by barkov and you know like bobrovsky <laughs> it's just not and then you couple that with the fact that the big teams have been out for so long—Colorado, Toronto, Boston, uh, New Jersey—like, I mean, look, yeah, dude, it was—I don't know, I just me... honestly could give less shits, and like, <laughs> it doesn't help that Sportsnet and TSN are just so fucking Toronto-centric. I was watching Sports Center for 2 hours today, Corey. They didn't talk about the finals once. It was all about Dubas and Brad Trello-, uh, Trello. the betrayal. Like there's no it's actually just it's pathetic the way uh like they're not they're barely broadcasting it. Yeah, it's it's peak NHL what's going on, but yeah, hmm. honestly. That's terrible. Couldn't really care, but what are your predictions? Like, who do you think is gonna win this?
2: I'm going Florida six games. Um, and I think Kachuk's gonna get the Consmythe. I I don't I don't think he's he can't be stopped. If I'm not mistaken, Dallas series he scored, I think it went to overtime two three OTs. games. He's got two OT winners. He's been clutch as fuck, and I don't see him slowing down. He's he's everything Jack Eichel is with a nasty fuck you attitude. Oh, he's better than Jack Eichel now. Jack Eichel, it's so tough, right? the, the, the storyline leading up to this is a fantastic one. The issue is is that everybody in the league just like I don't give a fuck. One, no one likes Vegas. Two, if no Jack Eichel played Lord, for though.
1: any other team, I'd be rooting for Vegas.
2: <laughs>
1: if he played for any other team, like outside of the Leafs, of course, in Boston, you, you'd but, be
2: you'd be pulling for Jack Eichel.
1: Oh, I'd absolutely. I'd be rooting for him all day, I, but,
2: dude. It' the storyline's so good. It's just two miss you know mishap teams, but with I mean, it's, it's you know, still good. you know the other
1: thing is I really like Mark Stone.
2: He's falling I just fucking for me a hate.
1: I hate Vegas and Vegas. Vegas's fan base. <laughs> I just. I like. I just. Uh, I agree. But in saying that,
2: oh my god, Vegas was so shitty. <laughs> I'm just remembering how terrible Vegas was on Twitter, uh, 2021.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were awful. But <laughs> in saying like all that I have to say about Vegas. And this is – I'm going to preface this, by. I feel like it goes without saying, but I am just going to say it anyway. Outside of Bobrovsky doing what he did to Carolina, I think Vegas wins.
2: Okay. I I think Vegas I think has Vegas a great – I think Vegas has the complete group. I think Florida has the offensive momentum. And – and Bobby. If
1: you're if you're basing it on momentum, I think Florida is a team that could definitely win just because of the momentum. Like you said the way that they're coming into this, just they're on a hot streak, right?
2: Okay. I'll get to it. I have I have something
1: to lean on to, all right? Yeah, but what I think you have to like kind of consider too is that Aiden Hill has a 9.37 save percentage. Yeah, and he's in your fourth. His
2: fourth string goalie, too,
1: actually playing better than Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> um, has faced almost like I think, I think he's faced a like a pretty ridiculous amount of shots too. Wow. But not to the like extent that Bobrovsky has. Bobrovsky's faced five hundred and four. I'm looking at it now five hundred and four shots against.
0: Hmm.
1: Ottinger is the only guy ahead of him. Bob has like at some point that's gonna wear him out. You know what I mean? Like right. And it's not it's just one. Be...
2: It's not just one line that's gonna that's gonna catch it. All four of their lines are are pretty are pretty hot right now.
1: Well, and, like, you look at Vegas in terms of where the scoring is coming from on both teams, both teams are deep, absolutely. Bennett, Reinhart, Barkov, Virghei, and Kachuk have all been fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But Vegas has fucking guys who are going nuts, too. Carlson. Fourteen points. Stevenson. Fourteen points. Stone. Fifteen. Barbashev. Fifteen. Marcia, Seventeen. Eichel. Eighteen. They've got the depth to match, and I argue they have more. It's
2: terrifying the amount. Like, I'm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just old, but I feel like they shouldn't be getting to like almost twenty points. Like they should they should be at they should be where they are right now at the end of. At the end of the, the finals.
1: Yeah, and the other thing too is that the mark stone, like I am huge on mark stone. The mark stone effect on defense cannot be ignored either. Mm-hmm. Um look, he's gonna be against Kachuk, wherever Kachuk is.
2: And what it wasn't this one, it was the last who who did who did Florida play last? Uh Toronto, right? They kind of shut Kachuk down for a little bit. It was no, like two games. They
1: played Carolina, Carolina.
2: Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Carolina. They uh they shut them down a little bit. I think there was like two games, or maybe it was the series before that. But someone was able to to keep them off for like. Well, two let's games. not
1: let's not kid ourselves. Florida never outplayed Carolina, really. Bobrovsky True. destroyed them. Like, when you can't score against the guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically, it was that Florida series against Columbus. Columbus was good. Because it's not. But Bob was just like, yeah, shut it down.
1: Well, it's not like Florida was scoring a shit ton of goals either. That last game, they had four. But I think game three, they won 1-0. <laughs> yeah, 1-0. I'm looking at it right now. Frederick Anderson only had it was one nothing. They had 18 shots to Carolina's 32. Then you go to game game two. It was the same thing in overtime, two to one. Um Anti Ranta made 26 saves on 28 shots. Bob had 39 shots against. I think Carolina might have outshot them every single game.
0: Huh. Oh.
1: Yeah, every game, Carolina outshot them, outchanced them. It was just, Bobrovsky was phenomenal, just phenomenal. And I don't, and I'm not saying, like, I, I don't think it's cut and dry. I would never put money on Vegas winning. But if Bob isn't, you know, Bob, what we've seen throughout these playoff series, I don't think Florida really has a chance. When you just look at who these teams have been in the playoffs and, you know, who they've been throughout the regular season, Vegas is... They're just... They've shown Consistent. who they are all year. And I know you can say that for every series of Fortune 1. I just... I don't know. I think if if Bob's magic even falters in the slightest they're going to catch the whole house. They're not going to sweep Vegas. It's not going to happen.
0: No.
2: So look, you brought up something about the momentum and if they keep the Florida kept momentum, they can keep, you know, they can take it. Um, how do you how do you think that affects them with with them um the NHL schedule and to keep it away from the NBA finals? Um I think they're serving 10, 10 days before the um, the start of the NHL finals, so they've had a ten day break. It's the second longest. It's t- uh Well, the first is like eleven days. Um, so I guess they're tied for second. I think there's another team that had that many uh, days off before the Stanley Cup Finals or between in between the series. How do you? How bad do you think that's gonna fuck Florida over?
1: Uh, I don't I, know. Like, I don't really sad, but like L.A. I remember, like, remember when L.A. was winning, they swept like they swept like their first like two mm-hmm. and then they had like a five game and they still won the car. I don't think it matters, to be honest.
2: No, you don't think
1: getting out of the rhythm for a couple of days. Um, I think it it can play a factor, but I also think that Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think it makes or breaks a series. I think you're going to win. You're going to win.
2: Okay. That's fair. I felt like it was going to, if they got caught relaxing and shit, like this was a a pretty normal, big Southern um, holiday weekend. It's like it just falls in between when these guys have to play. I'm not saying they went out and got fucked up and shit, but it's like, there's ten days, and in the middle of it, there's like a great relaxing day. Do these guys kind of fall out of rhythm? But no, well, fuck it. Mason Mason doesn't care.
1: Um. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I so look, I, I tried to Like I don't really care who the winner is because. I, like it doesn't really impact the halves either way, and like I said, like it's just. both I've got nothing invested really in either either of these teams. I I think it would be nice for Jack Eichel to win a cup. I think it'd be nice for Mark Stone to win a cup. Um, but I would hate for Vegas to be rewarded. Um, yeah, like I said, it it, it really, whatever happens, happens. Um, I. I'll put my money on Vegas, but I I wouldn't be shocked if it goes either way. I think there's a lot that'll play into this series. I think it'll be a goaltending. Goaltending's going to decide a lot of it. And, you know, I don't have. If it was Carey Price or Vasilevsky or someone in Florida's net playing the way Bob is, um, I would say it's Florida. But because Bob has only done this for this playoff run, he's. You know, had not just holes but cracks and chips in his armor the last few seasons. He's been mm-hmm. very average. I I I can't say I'm confident he's going to maintain it the whole way, and Florida's going to need him too. So it'll be interesting to watch. It'll, it'll be a fun series. Um I expect it's going to go the distance, if not six. Like it's not going to be a. a a no, I, series for me. Yeah, I don't
2: think it's going to be five. I think it's got to be six or seven,
1: and I just feel like
2: one team is going to slip, and you know the other team, both teams are definitely capable of capitalizing on it. But I think there's just going to the playoffs is going to be really based off of two key moments in in two of the games that you know have that that coin flip go in their favor. Um, before we move on. Tried to get you these Samuel Montembo stats. Uh, love the IIHF uh, website. You click on Samuel Montembeau, it says his position. He's a goaltender left. Uh, his height is in centimeters, 1.91, yada, yada. Um, we go and look at his stats, brother. We got uh, games played seven, goals zero, assists 0.0, 0 PIMS two, uh, shots on goal 163, uh, Game-winning goals, power play goals, shorthanded goals—zero. He's a fucking goalkeeper, um, and and this is what they provide us. Um, Just been kind of staring at that for a little bit. Um, So yeah, that's Samuel Montembeau had had a run, had a run of things. uh, I didn't know he was slotted in any forward position. Uh, But before we, I guess before we move on, we do have a word from our sponsors over at DraftKings. So light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. We've been talking about the finals. They got on DraftKings right now. Vegas is minus 125 and Florida is plus 105. Um, So that means they believe Vegas is the true... Um, top dog in this, so I'm, I would definitely put a little money on Florida. Not gonna lie, uh, but anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up for code THPN. New customers can make five dollar make a five dollar hockey playoff bet and score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. In Massachusetts, call eight zero zero. 327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline ma.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 or older in most eligible states, but ages vary. ages vary by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. What a mouthful. Uh, we also have another ad read by our friends over at Raycon. Uh, let's face it, folks, with coffee starting at $5, yes, without any customizations. I don't drink coffee. Uh, and our bank accounts somehow always... To depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session because that makes sense. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So, a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want when you want. Without breaking the bank, they're cheap as shit. You can throw them, you could lose them, and you just buy another pair. They're the new era skull candies that are actually worth a fuck. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of these other more big name tech brands. Raycon knows that in this economy every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now pay later options so right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of protection product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat international shipping and they've sold well over 50000 Oh, Jesus. They have over 50,000 five star reviews I'm fucking reading into shit. Uh, (laughs) My favorite things about my Raycons, always the time Uh, you got a standard eight hours of play time. Like I said, every fucking time I put them on uh, the charger while I'm at lunch because I don't need them in my ear Uh, and I'll 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 max out my day at about 10. To eleven hours of playtime. It's awesome. It's perfect for the average working person uh, that has that ability to listen to shit. Uh, noise isolation is awesome, especially now that I'm just cleaning lines. I don't have to worry about driving truck or you know dealing with keg loadins at the Superdome. Now I'm just going to bars, turning my shit on, turning music on, a podcast on, and I'm just tuning the world out. I'm saying hello. Can I clean your lines? They say yes. I smile. I'll be right back. And then I come back as a mute. I'm listening to fucking music or whatever. I say, thank you. I don't even hear what they say. I fucking leave. And it's, it's been fantastic. It's very, very nice. Go, (laughs) go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buy raycon.com slash THPN. Hey, Mason, welcome back. Dude, fumbled the last one. Uh yeah, I opened, I opened the prompt and it was not it was not the main one. It was like this one that they send out that's always like encoded weird, so it's not it's not laid out perfectly and it's got like numbers throughout it. uh what a what a rush that was of just anxiety. Um so, yeah, bud, we're back. Mason has nothing to talk about, but I have something to, to jolt him into another decent conversation. So uh, he doesn't know it. I know it. But um, the Premier League just did their relegation and Mason barely got out of it. What do you mean I didn't know it? I didn't know that that this was coming. This conversation. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. You weren't like me who who forgot because of your job. You've just toned out everything else that's not the playoffs. Um, and forgot to watch the, the crucial end to Leicester City season to see what would happen. And we are moving down to the what? You're moving down. To, would you like S- me to explain it? <sighs> Jesus. Yes. Yes, Mason, who watches
1: football. Okay, so for those of you that don't understand or know what we're talking about, the Premier League, the top soccer league in... Yeah, I don't even think
2: I mentioned that. (laughs) Jesus.
1: um, Basically, the bottom three teams get relegated out of the league and the top three teams from the lower league get promoted to the top league. Now... I think we've discussed this before, but basically if I started a beer league team, I love relegation system. I could theoretically, if my team got promoted every year in like 20 years or, you know, 15, I don't know how many leagues, there's so many different leagues you could theoretically, it'll never happen. You could work. It'll never way, happen. You'll work your way. You could work your way all the way up to the premier league. Now, this is what um, Ryan Reynolds um, is doing with... Um, Ooh, um, Wrexham. Wrexham. They were in the National League, which is like four league or three or four leagues lower mm-hmm. than uh, the Premier League. And they recently got promoted. Um, basically, their dream is to pump enough money into it to make it up to the uh, Premier League. So... Um you can basically think of the champion championship as like the AHL except they're not affiliated. It's just the lower level of football. Um but it was very um very 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 close this year. Um it came down to one team was absolutely going to finish dead last And the last few games, there were about five teams that could theoretically um, be relegated. Two of them pulled away, and it left three remaining. Leicester City, which is Corey's favorite team. Leeds United, which are a rival to my favorite team, Everton.
2: Honestly, that's the only good thing about this. I was like, all right, Leeds fell.
1: And Everton, which are my team, and the key thing to understand about Everton Southampton. Sorry, yeah, Everton is one of what you would call one of the big clubs in the Premier League. They have been in the Premier League, um, undisturbed, I believe, since like the 1800s. They have been. No in the There may be a blemish there, but I do know they've been in the Premier League longer than any other club. Mm. Um, They are not a member of the big five. So there's Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Those are your your big Mm -hmm. five. But there's another two that are kind of like the big seven, and that is... Um, Tottenham and Everton; um, those are the clubs that basically forever they will never get relegated. They will always be in the Premier League. Damn, look at well, Everton change. has had some issues, lost a bunch of players, so big, like just really stressful. Um, last month, really battling relegation, and it all came down to the very last day of um, the Premier League season, uh, Leicester's game started first. Um, so I'll kind of say it from my point of view. Everton had... There was a couple nightmare scenarios. If Leicester lost um, and Everton lost, we were okay. But if Leeds won, Leicester lost and Everton lost, we basically Everton had 2 points up on Leicester and Leeds. They needed to either draw and have both teams lose or have both teams draw and they drew or all three lose. They needed to they needed a, a good result and Corey, I'm sure. I don't know. You said you weren't watching. Sorry. Does that what you said?
2: Yeah, I I, I had no idea what was happening. And also, one of my favorite players is 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 going to leave Leicester City because of the relegation and yes implode um, my fucking team, dude.
1: So Leeds was losing four-one. They ended up losing four-one to Tottenham. I was never really worried about Leeds uh, Tottenham top 10 like they're finished like eighth in the premier league like i said one of those invincible clubs they were gonna lose okay they are out of the picture everything's okay no need to stress however lester and everton are both tied nil nil in their games okay lester started a little bit before and then the disaster struck lester went up two nil against uh west ham which meant everton had to win they 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 needed a goal and we were only getting a draw so it looked like um against the team that uh, uh granted not a great team but everton's pretty bad um and we just had tied each other half, <laughs> yeah went into the second half Leicester was still winning uh, 2-0. They would go on to win 2-1. So it was looking kind of dire. 57th minute, you know, like you're watching the game. It it looks bad. Like you can just, it's tense. It's tense. The stadium's nervous. We haven't been relegated in like over a hundred years. And the ball gets played out and from fuck i don't even know how far out like 40 yards like i might be over exaggerating but very far out the ball bounces to uh dukure our uh, our midfield one of our midfielders who i've actually i have liked this season he's been pretty decent but he's more of a defensive guy he's not really not a big goal scorer for us and he just takes this strike from way out this fucking piss missile and scores one nil everton we would go on to win the game it was one of the most electric moments i've had in sports in a very long time because (laughs) probably since the habs uh stanley cup run uh we stayed up we stayed alive it all came down to that that goal if we didn't score that goal we were out of the premier league just ridiculous like history would have been made our streak would have been broken um and yeah we stayed up and like you could even see like they were switching back and forth to the Leicester fans Leicester fans stayed in the stadium Mm -hmm. um kind of same thing like waiting for the result and they were going crazy uh and then once news hit that Everton had scored. You could see there all their faces were <laughs> completely blank. Everton was going crazy. It was just a wild. It's something you don't get in hockey. It's just the end of the soccer season with relegation is crazy and it was it was a tremendous moment for me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea what's happening. um I was, you know at my wife's family's um hometown. And uh, I came back and I said I felt like shit. I I finally was able to like start watching the games last year and keeping up with them more. And uh, I finally had time to watch. I said they're gonna turn it around. You know, it's it's been shit. Um, You know, Shish Michael leaving was like uh, to me. It's like without without a solid goalkeeper, he just fucked. And I just really thought we could turn around like we you know we we would be shit, but we would be you know like fifth sixth worth team. and uh for it to come down like it did, uh, great story uh for for everton for us if we can if we can get back and and, and stay in, I guess it's it's a cool story, but it it just comes at such a shit price like uh, like one of my favorites uh yuri chillman's is not coming back um and it sucks he had like one of those uh i guess like a tj oshi olympic story or was that world juniors um he he had like an, an insane goal for leicester city's fc cup uh, not last year, I think the year before that, um, and it just just sucks. He he got hurt towards the end too, and it was like the team's already in shambles, and uh, now he now he got hurt, and now he's not coming back. And I have to I'm gonna support my team, you know. But to drop down, I feel like we'll obviously I I hope we have success in this fucking league, and we can we can figure it out and get back, but. Um just a devastating year. I mean, that the owner got like murdered and shit. Um, Shish Michael wanted this to go back to his country. Um, we had one of the top players in the fucking league, or at least like the up and coming kid, and he wanted out. Um, I wish I would have stayed up a little bit more to date with Leicester City this year. Um, because I feel like everybody that I like on this team is about to fucking about to walk or get moved uh, to try to, you know, make a better future. But yeah, I don't know. Fuck, fuck Everton. Whoa. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, uh, but but I you know what? Sort of- but cool for y'all that like y'all, like you said, like y'all have been around and not moved ever. And for for y'all to stay alive, like a reverse uh Detroit Red Wings, uh what 2015, I think was the that first year they missed. And it had been like 25 years of them being in it. But for for Premier, you said what it's been like since
1: all you know, I don't even think you right put a now. number,
2: but it's it's something like insane. But like for y'all to like nail biter like you know that the legacy moves forward. I think that's awesome.
1: Um they have competed in the top division for a record 120 seasons. Oh, shit. Were they were a founding member of the league in
2: 1888. Wow. That is unreal.
1: And they like they've been relegated before, mm-hmm. but they have never been relegated. More than two years, okay. So they've 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 missed it, then come back, then miss like they've never. Yeah.
2: So it's it's never been like an extended period. They've basically stayed here, with the exception of like four years. Like the existence of the
1: Premier League, they've been in it. Yeah, basically, like with with like
2: two hiccups.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and even the manager, like you know, talking about the team. Uh, they were saying, like, you know, obviously we're proud, but this isn't something we celebrate at Everton. Like, that's the kind of club it is. <laughs> it's like- yeah, it's like the Habs. It's like we have too
2: much history to be like bloating about subpar, mm-hmm. you know,
1: seasons. Absolutely. But did you see um you see Luton Town, one of the teams in the championship that got promoted? Did you see any of that?
2: No. I was actually trying to look up who who got uh, promoted.
1: Um, I can tell you who got promoted. It was a uh, Luton Town, Burnley, and Sheffield.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They all got promoted. Luton Town. Um. So basically, I don't know the entire um backstory of the club. But they are the first non-league club to make the Premier League. So that means, how do I explain? It's basically what I was talking about. Like they've gone from the very bottom. From the bottom, yeah.
2: I get what you're saying. Like they they weren't, they didn't come into existence in the league below the Premier League. They they came from well later
1: and have had to work their way up they spent sorry they spent like five years in non-league football which means like it's hard to explain it's basically like outside so they like it's kind of like what ryan reynolds team's trying to do like basically they get no funding it's all there's no support right um, so they're playing in front of they're they're playing professionally. It's like semi pro. They they went from a semi pro team in like 2009, and they've <laughs> been working their way up. And if you, actually look at their stadium. Like if you look it up, like and for our listeners, yeah, too, there's a
2: fucking meme of it now.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's it just it a Premier League. Genuinely, it's a fucking like. You it's a look barn. At their, like, like, entrance, you walk, you walk through people's like backyards to get to this it's, Dude, it's crazy. it's it never is... happened in north america and it's why i love football i love soccer you there this are only, is 100% only 10, arizona right now <laughs> oh only but and i say only 10,000 people and it sounds like a lot because of what we're used to over here Mm-hmm. Only 10,000 people are going to be watching the, like. The Premier example, League, yeah. Manchester like, United. Like, Old Trafford. Yeah, Trafford's it's like a date. Capacity, it's like a date with them. <laughs> the, yeah, Old Trafford, which is um where Manchester United plays, holds 75,000 people. Jesus. So, that team, that organization worth... I think it's worth like 4 billion dollars <laughs> or something. It's going, one of the most It's going to play some a pickup game. It's <laughs> going to play in a stadium that holds 10,000 people and you're going to have to walk through someone's backyard to go play. Like it's it's just unfathomable for an American, awesome. North American sports. Um it's like like seriously, if I could equate it to something it's like fucking the Montreal Canadiens going to play the fucking uh, Shreveport Mudbugs after Shreveport has, you know, somehow worked their way up through, you know, the AHL East Coast League and made the NHL. So now the Habs are playing in a rundown barn in front of 400 people like that is basically the equivalent of what Luton Town has accomplished.
2: I love this. It's like it's like the kids at uh at Arizona State.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of.
2: Very cool. Yeah, no, it's like a, a big ass blue door. Looks like it's it's a door to like a a compound.
1: <laughs> it's awesome. No, it, like it is a barn. It is actually a barn.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Well fuck.
2: I guess I'm gonna have to watch a little Everton next year if I want to watch any Premier League and I'll be dealing with the likes of uh oh, man God damn it <laughs> yeah oh man Swansea Blackburn Sunderland that's an old that's an old club uh Jesus Christ Middlesburg which it honestly I can't even say shit because I think every. Just about every every game that the that Leicester City played, like um, you know, they have like the it, there's pre- Premier League games and like randomly there's like a another tournament that they're Five in. Games. Yeah, and they're playing against like anybody. Like, dude, they've played against some like just not Premier League teams and got fucking shit kicked. Like all season, it was just like what the. Fuck, man. So I hope to God we can at least, you know, crush, crush this league, but I don't think they're pushovers. Um, we got a we got some big issues in goalkeeping. And um now we got big stars moving on and we're we're gonna have to gonna have to fucking rebuild. And I'm I'm tripping on your boy's name. I he wasn't even a part of the team long enough for me to remember him. I'm not the biggest fucking, you know, fan. Unfortunately, I can't watch it all the time. But uh, we had like this kid that was supposed to be like the next big thing in the Premier League. And he just wanted out. God damn it, dude. So that was like the only bit of this season I remember was us playing just below average and this new phenom wanting out immediately. And what were we going to do with him? Don't even know where he fucking ended up. Fuck him. Uh, Mason, where you want to take this?
1: I think we've now, we're I'm, just getting on up, now about, I'm just
2: getting upset.
1: I think we've finished when we've talking about football, we're past hockey, so I think it's probably good to wrap things up here. Heard that. Yeah.
2: I want to play FIFA. Uh <laughs> anyway. Thank y'all so much for listening. This has been Haves Nightly. Uh, thank y'all for y'all's patience. Uh, and we cannot wait to talk to you guys again soon. Please follow us on Twitter at have Knightley and myself, Bayou Benders. It's been a pleasure. This is Hav's Knightley, and we'll talk to y'all next time.
1: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.